Film Jerks is a group where we, as a community, pick a film to watch, then discuss like little old ladies in a book club. Only our films have decapitations and nude slumber party pillow fights. If you wish to become part of the conversation and become a film jerk, go to the Facebook group and join. Film Jerks can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Welcome to Trailer Jerks, the podcast where we look at film trailers like little old ladies in a book club. Uh, I, of course, am your bowtie jerk, and uh, with me tonight, we have a founding film jerk with us. It's Mark the Movie Man. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm doing good. Glad I could pop in here for a little bit to uh, talk with some fine folks, so glad to have me on. Well, thank you for joining us. We we always love to have you on. So, uh, Next to him is, of course, our lovely lipstick jerk, Angelique. How are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Unfortunately, I still can't hear out of the one one ear, but uh, I, I'm I'm living. I'm I'm living uh, with with that ailment, I guess. And uh, eventually, I'm I'm hoping that all of my other senses will get heightened, uh, especially my sense of taste, because I'm always tasteless. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, next to our uh, lovely lipstick jerk is the Star Slammers jerk. I'm, oh, I mean the Nightkeep jerk, <laughs> Daniel. I'll take the Star Slammer jerk. That one works for me. You know, if you're looking for to get your taste back, you're in the wrong podcast, buddy. I don't know if anybody. I mean, just yeah, it's a. This is a, we're a different sort of connoisseur here. Yes, <laughs> I am fine though. Tonight we're going to be looking at the trailer for a film from 1963. It's called Monstrosity. Some of you may also know it as The Atomic Brain. Uh, what do you think this movie is actually about, based on the trailer? I think it lays it out pretty good. It's about an old woman who lives in a shoe and she looks like leather and she doesn't want to look like leather. She wants to look like lace. So she's grabbing a whole bunch of noble young women to steal their skin or other body parts to try to stay young. And those poor ladies are becoming monstrosities from the experiments that they're conducting on her to try to keep her living. Well, I've, I saw the movie before. I saw the trailer. So I know what the movie's about. And, and Mark the Movie Man is not far off the mark. The trailer doesn't get into half of it. Well, I mean, why watch the movie? Mark laid out apparently the entire movie in his wonderful personality fashion. So there's no <laughs> point in having any fun with this whatsoever. So Translation in. for Star Slam Jerk is shut the fuck up, Mark. Good <laughs> evening, y'all. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you and good night. This has been and uh <laughs> I this is why we can't movie, have nice things. <laughs> I thought this movie was about chicks screaming. Because That's every you... 10 seconds of this thing, what would you do if I... Ah! And yes, what about this old woman? Would she pay for flesh? Ah! <laughs> and how about the cat walking across the screen? Ah! It's every 10 seconds. I have no clue. It looks like a <laughs> mad scientist. I don't know what he's angry about, but like I said, it looks like a Rammstein video. It's like if Rob Zombie directed Rammstein. Yeah, yeah, I can go with that. I am intrigued, mind you. There, I haven't found anything to not like about this trailer whatsoever. But uh, I would seriously, other than I guess it's like an Elizabeth Bathory kind of thing. 
but it's kind of gory. Like for mm-hmm. a, this thing's like 1963, so that's like I don't know. It's pretty gory, man. I mean, I got midriff and chicks screaming many times, <laughs> and yeah, it. But I have no clue what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you. When I first saw this trailer, I thought it was going to be a Countess Bathory type film. Uh, only with a little bit of this like new age zombieism going on there. They were talking about flesh. I was like, oh, maybe this is going to be about cannibals. I had really no idea. It's it's really nice to hear that Mark was able to to get all of that information from the trailer. So good on you, Mark. Man, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just I watch a lot of trailers, but I yeah I, I think I remember seeing this a long time ago though. So what are some of the highlights? One of the highlights is the girl without the eye, where her eyeball's sitting in a tray and she tries to go free the other girl. Uh, the makeup on her right there, I thought, was pretty good for mm-hmm. the age that this film was in. And the other part was Darwin at work when the girl decided to just run face first into ye old Frankenstein electro device <laughs> i'm like i know you've got one eye and your depth perception is off but how do you miss that but she just ran right head first into it bap uh, <laughs> that had that made me laugh out loud i was like oh man uh, i read someplace uh when i was researching uh for this episode that there's talk about how uh it's one of the first films that talk about brain decay and it's possible that uh that the the lady with the the funky eye Maybe her brain had degraded to the point where that's why she just ran it. It was like bug zapper, bug zapper, sort of thing, you know? A human zapper. Human zapper. That's exactly right. Uh, how about you, Angelique? Did uh, What were your highlights of the trailer? Well, I mean, the screaming. <laughs> that was a highlight for you? Well, I, you know me. I make a lot of noise. So. <laughs> she, likes, she likes screamers. I do. <laughs> <laughs> the wacky science i'm a sucker for a mad scientist you know machines electrodes crazy frankenstein machines that apparently attract blondes i'm, I'm there so you you really did like evil wren on, on the screen there <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i like the the uh blowtorch goggles look uh, how about you daniel uh highlights chicks screaming um so you I like mean, screamers too it uh it's it looks like I mean this is this is film is relevant to my interests. It looks like something I would watch, but the thing is, I don't know what it is. If I don't know, maybe a progenitor to one of the torture porn films or something. Only this is be this would be loads more fun and enjoyable. The trailer's kind of like risque. Again, it just kind of you know, it's nineteen sixty three. You just different generation i guess but i mean dude you got like the you got kate moss at the like near the end oh no that was the skeleton <laughs> but uh like the other part you got like that naked chick that's in the little lab tube thing and yeah. you only got like two little bars covered over her hoo-ha and her naughty bits and uh i just you know 1963 again it's just like wow that's a little risk i just watched star jammers okay so i mean i'm still reeling off of that no, like the highlight of this though seriously is yeah, like the Rammstein video thing, the mad scientist, but I can't really tell if it's because of if it's a Bathory thing or uh, I want to know who that dude is <laughs> with the welding goggles. That's some sinister shit, man. <laughs> is is that Dr. Frank, um, Angelique? 
if that's what his name is on IMDb, I can't remember his name, but yes, he is a scientist. He is a doctor. Gotcha. And uh, he works for the old woman. And is his job is to what transfer the, her brain into the body of these beautiful women? Yes, via the magic of atomic energy. That that <laughs> body tube there, you have one person laying on a operating table with some funky device hooked to their brain, and then you put the young nubile young thing naked, covered by straps, mm-hmm. into this like brundle fly machine, and you twist some knobs and. Things get foggy, and apparently their brains switch. Isn't that the isn't that a Lovecraft story? This is like classic literature that I that has just been repeated over and over and over again. I mean, it was an episode of Friday the Thirteenth, the series with the little brain machine thing. Jack mm-hmm. Marshak's friend, who was a university professor, and they had the little brains. It's almost the same concept. That's just it's cool to hear you explain that because I swear I, I think that's like an old Lovecraft story, other than. Yeah. Other than Herbert West, but it might have even been the same storyline. But anyway, yeah, sorry. I mean, and even the animals come into play because, like, there's failed experiments. You know, you, oh. you start with animals and go up to people. Um, <laughs> yeah, and there's the horrible mistreatment of people from foreign countries. <laughs> what? No, oh, no, not not in a film like this. <laughs> Who would have thought a black and white early '60s film that? mistreats foreigners and exploits young nubile women what <laughs> and there's a token am, creepy old man too so i mean it's just this yeah. one bingo all over this one <laughs> yeah i was gonna say this hits all the marks man you know it, it's funny with black and white films like this i think some people especially newer film audiences and not really a get off my lawn moment but just something that <laughs> i think people don't realize the smut that was in black and white films back in the day, you know, and, and the, the <laughs> riskiness, even for today's stand. I mean, some of the stuff you look at this trailer alone and you're like, wait, this is a black and white film. Everybody equates black and white with classic, you know, you know, Casablanca and all of these. And, <laughs> no, man, they were also making exploitation films. And this one just <laughs> is proof of that, man. You, I, I, what film was it that I was watching? Was it the beast of Yucca flats or, yeah. I think it was where in like the first two minutes, the girl removes her tops completely. And I'm just like, whoa, settle down, Mark. (laughs) Well, no, I'm just like, it's black and white. You know, you you don't, (laughs) I didn't know much of the film, but you know, black and white, your, your brain kind of fits into a specific category of what you might expect to see. And you don't realize that, oh crap, they were, you know, since film has been a medium, it's been around. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just, you, yep. tend, you tend to forget that with the 50s you know, and, and early 60s films because a good popular ones were a little more clean cut or, or you know, they skirted around things, not realizing that, no, there was just as much, if not more blatant stuff out there than there was, you know, the the less risque stuff, you know, and, and we I think we all forget that sometimes with perspective until you run across films like this that you're just like, oh, no, yeah, still perfs. <laughs> it's nice to know some things never change <laughs> that's right <laughs> you know you know what is it one of the first f- what films ever what, images ever put to celluloid were was new ladies yeah, yeah. yeah so you know well i mean there was they just found me and my brother got a real good laugh off of this because found like an ancient roman plinth or something and somebody had carved a cock and balls on it <laughs> 
me and my brother yes. are just dying the laughing because like, we're like Adrian's wall. Well, we sit, it, me and JD look at it, it was like, well, there's us. <laughs> we showed our mom, and it's like, I mean, it's just this is your legacy because you know if this was us, you would the first thing you'd say, well, there they were. <laughs> just, all the things out of human history, and what would we, me and my brother, would be sitting there giggling and she, tink, 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 tink. <laughs> It's in a gigantic dingling in a wall. That would just be great. If our ancestors weren't interested in that, we probably wouldn't be around then. So. Well, yeah, there'd be no point. I mean, <laughs> it's this kind of crap that keeps the aliens away. <laughs> no, that's that's why they keep trying to probe us, hoping that we're because they assume that that's where our brains are. They change. Why are no, they obsessed the with their reproductive organs? I don't know, Slar. Oh come on! I, I just feel this proof of it. Let's look at it now. Our skin. Is is total sensory. I mean, everything. It's no wonder people get obsessed with it. You know, touch and and feel and things. I mean, and then this you got this film that proves it. You know, it, the the theme is skin for crying out. The theme is you know, a young noble bodies. I mean, the whole imagery in here. You you know, the body, the human body is the the skin organ is just one gigantic. Uh, sensory overload mm -hmm. and so of course people are going to be obsessed to it because let's face it people talk about <clears throat> self-pleasure uh, but you figure you've got everything right there already you sorry who to... talks about self-pleasure i don't know uh scientists okay yes. cool they have, they, they have many many studies on that they do studies know? on this and, i mean i've yeah. got a lab coat <laughs> <laughs> actually i've got a lab coat too but it's for crest I got a grass uh, skirt yeah. on. I've never gave it up after the prison we watched a few weeks ago. <laughs> so freeing, that, isn't it? Still wondering about the beginning of the trailer. What what was the deal with Nick Nolte with the underbite? <laughs> that's a, that's a thought so, I had. <laughs> yeah, this this movie goes into it's like take Frankenstein and Reanimator and the Fly uh -huh. and throw the scripts in a blender. And then pour out the paste that results, <laughs> and it's kind of this movie. So they're 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 robbing graves to try and find bodies that this old woman will be pleased with. I mean, if you're trying to turn me off of this, you are failing miserably. But <laughs> oh no, no, I'm dying. The more the adjectives you use, the more I'm like sitting here <laughs> with my fingers over the keyboard, fixing to look this bad boy up. I don't watch <laughs> this thing. It's in every Anchor Bay 50 movie collection I, you can I was I was going to say, I think I've got at least uh, three different collection videos from Mill Creek and Anchor Bay that uh, <laughs> have, ha have a copy of this uh, film under the Atomic Brain nomenclature. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I've got at least three uh, right now that I could pull off compilation once it has it on there, you know, uh, right along next to the bat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Can, can they actually tell a story in 64 minutes? I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that's oh, scandalous yeah. now, right? I, I challenge people, please tell a story in 64 minutes. Please, God. <laughs> this does more than that, man. I'm all for If you think you could tell the story in 60 minutes, I'm all for that, especially with the way my schedule and life is right now. The shorter, the better. <laughs> so if I was brief, I'm witty? 
it kind of sort. I mean, it depends on the film. It, quite I, like as with anything, it just it really just depends on the film. But you know, there are some ten minute short horror films that are fantastic. You know, absolutely magnificent. Uh-huh. And for the most part, where I stand is why even screw around with movies anymore. Anyway, if we had this. Well, I say we, the royal we is in, I opened my mouth, the diarrhea issued forth, probably without me thinking what I was saying, but we're talking about the, whatever the hell that movie's called, Nightbreed, the Nightbreed movie, you know, talking about redoing a movie or something. They've got another cut coming out that's See, yeah. three hour plus long, like three and a half yeah. hours long. And I was just saying this, not, and me being not a fan of the movie. I was just like, I'm really tired of it. Why why screw around with a movie in the first place? Especially somebody like Clive Barker. Bring it to Netflix, limited six to ten episode miniseries, and let me binge the shit out of it. And then, instead (laughs) of being relegated to 90 minutes, you got ten hours to play with. Give me something to get hooked with. It just, it's kind of a done deal. Mm -hmm. So you say, yeah, tell a story in 60 minutes. I I can say, yeah, I, I can deal with that. (laughs) <laughs> That's pretty cool. Otherwise, give me a show that I can binge. You know, mm-hmm. something to if it's sixty minutes, that better be like one episode, <laughs> and there better be like ten or twenty more coming up. If you were in charge of doing a Netflix miniseries limited run <laughs> on Monstrosity, how would you lay it out? How how would you structure this the series? Would you would you do like an episode per girl, or how would you do this, Daniel? First off. Uh-huh. I would start from the perspective of the girl, Mm. but I would give the old switcheroo that the perspective of the girl is not the perspective of the girl that you have been led to believe the entire time. The way I would do it is probably I'd kind of, I'm hearing Curly Bill Brosis in the back of my head. What I do is crawfish drill the old devil in the ass when he he ain't (laughs) looking. I would set it up to where the chick that is leading the story is not the chick that you think she is, that she's actually the imposter. She's actually Elizabeth Bathory. The Uh. old chick is like somebody else that was involved. The old chick is trying to perfect the method while the young, they're using the young chick that it actually worked the one time to do that. In the meantime, Mr. Freeze or whatever, Rammstein guy, (laughs) Till Lindman, He's like doing the experiments and stuff, but he is fitting to double cross those two broads because they have treated him like ass for his entire life. And so it's the age that he has really wanted them, but they never give it to him until he finds a chick that he does want to bang and she actually likes him. Well, before they can consummate the nuptials, there's a betrayal because he does, in fact, have two other rancorous women who were also evil and they kill her and like put her in a like jelly jar or something like her brain in a a toad or something like that. And so everybody's just riddled with guilt. (laughs) And then like the final thing I would do is, you know, like we have a, it'd be like a transistor tube or something because this is like atomic punk technology to where the device or the special code for rejuvenating a brain was hidden in this transistor tube that he gives to the young girl. Well, then the young girl is 
going to no the he gives it to the old girl and then the old girl old bat she's like i'm gonna use it and when she sticks it in there come to find out that it wasn't the program was actually set up to bring and switch all the brains around so everybody gets all switched around and screwed over that's how i would do it so i mean that it would, would be an interesting miniseries take me like 10 to 15 episodes to pull that yeah. off but i could do it because <laughs> Yeah, we start off with one chick, but then by the end of it, it might not even be a chick when I'm done with it. <laughs> Who knows? How about you, Angelique? How would you do the miniseries? I'd start with the failures, mm-hmm. like the dog man and all that. <laughs> and the scientist is getting you know more and more pissed off because the, the old woman is treating him like crap. And then <sighs> go into the chicks, you know one by one their downfall and then the ultimate betrayal of the old lady yeah that's cool. about five episodes i think you got five five episodes from we got 10 from uh daniel how about the movie man well you know movies are more my thing but yeah if i was going to do this let's see well i'd actually bring in the sheriff the, the the cop that you have in here even though he gets off early in the trailer mm-hmm. first episode would be him uh, discovering a uh a failed experiment it'd be a, a uh say the female possibly without the eye or someone and he tries to figure out where she came from because she has no memory meanwhile you have the experiment still going on in the house and you know eventually clues lead him to a house where he discovers this older woman who's living there and it's her home though she isn't the me- mistress of the house she plays off as being uh, the servant, the maid, what ends up happening is he, he thinks there's something hokey going on with the house. Meanwhile, one of the, the young girl, the one that we see get off the bed, is posing as the mistress of the house. But we learn later that she's actually under the control of the older lady who is doing these experiments on people. It's not just about skin. Uh, it's about uh, just control and, and her creating these uh, new bodies because eventually what she wants to do is uh, put her brain in one of the new younger bodies uh-huh. of one of these ladies. And so you have the cop investigating and you have the ladies in there, but you have one of the girls in there who's their prisoner and you learn about her as well. And so kind of all three of these storylines kind of converge on, uh, you know, the ultimate uh, discovery of all of the the scientific experiments the cop finds out well all these missing girls some of them actually are at this home and yeah and then the girl who is trapped underneath the the one we follow she's the one that's actually trying to make her way to escape meanwhile acting like she's going to play along with their uh treatments if you will and then of course you work in the uh monster uh you know the the grunt workers who are the ones going out and kidnapping the girls Mm-hmm. You know, and I think you could do about I, I, I like eight episodes would probably be good. Wow. Like in in between, because uh, y- you could do a series of somewhat flashbacks of say, uh, uh, you know, the girl who who they originally kidnapped, uh, as well as possibly going to the older ladies. Uh, you know, past and find out she's a lot older than we think she is by a long shot. And the twist, though, it's all actually under the direction of the cat yeah see that was my my thing too yes <laughs> the cat Xerxes actually the cat. cat you find out that this black cat that's just been roaming around the house has actually been 
manipulating this whole thing because he's an ancient demon who just likes to screw with people. Uh, and he was put in this form because he was uh, banished uh, from his realm. And so he decided while he's on Earth, he was going to have some fun. And you find out the cat is actually pulling the strings of all the people in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Why aren't we making movies again? <laughs> See, my, my mine was very similar. I didn't go into the demonology part of it mm. though, but it mine mine was going to be told through the through the eyes of the cat. The entire story would be all about the what the cat sees and and all the way through. It'll be only like two or three episodes because uh, I'm horrible that way. And and like a true modern filmmaker, I'm going to take the source material and throw it out the door. And uh, just basically keep the name oh, and, and the cat. That's all I'm gonna do. Yeah, oh. yeah. That a, that's it. You're just yeah. You you modern filmmaker. That's a total like cash grab right there. Yeah, because maybe. We know how big of a blockbuster this film was, and so you're <laughs> using that name as a cash grab. I get you. Yeah, it, it was so popular they had to even change the name to the Atomic mm. Brain. <laughs> So these films got so many different releases depending. Yeah. We recently covered uh, Shivers mm. on our show, and I'm not trying to plug my show. I'm just mentioning how Shivers and Shivers actually <laughs> <laughs> Shivers actually had two other titles depending on where it was released. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it's not uncommon for the release of many of these films, especially the older ones, to have two or three. Or four titles, depending <laughs> on what region they're released in or when they're released, you know. Uh, so, you know, what is it? Uh, uh, the, I forgot something horror was actually called The Crawling Eye when it came to the U.S. You know, <laughs> yep. you, you know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> yeah. so it's no surprise that monstrosity was turned into uh, the atomic brain, most likely because when this came out in the U.S., uh, you know, nuclear and atom was was all yeah. the rage exactly so monstrosity you play that nobody's gonna go see monstrosity back then but then if you call it the atomic brain oh shit that's got to do with atomic energy oh i gotta go see that and the commies you know? can't forget the Damn commies. commies you know <laughs> oh i bet you this is about commies making like a, a new radiation brains man <laughs> okay we're going to be uh, taking a visit to the Jerkatron 9000. It's our random word generator, and what it's going to do is it's going to give us a random adjective, and then I'm going to ask the panel to describe the trailer using that word. So uh, who wants to go first? I don't have enough alcohol for this. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess traditionally I get to go first because I'm kind of a servant to the Jerkatron 9000, so I keep pushing it. (laughs) You will serve the Jerkatron 9000. (laughs) All hail the the machine overlords. You will jerk the Jerkatron 9000 now. (laughs) I got a lube it well, you know. Mm. All right, so I guess... Uh, The random word that the Jerkatron 9000 gave me is itchy. To describe this trailer, the trailer for Monstrosity gave me a really itchy feeling, especially that point where they were showing the tube with the partially naked woman inside. (laughs) What? 
<laughs> what? I'm a man. I can do that. Hey, no, get itchy, man. Get get itchy. Itchy. No, not at all. I'm just, I'm intrigued by the the response. That's all. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I see a half naked chick. Itchy isn't the first thing that would come to mind, well, but well, I'm did. not judging though. I mean, you do what you got to do. <laughs> well, back back then they used to use this term. You've got an itch to scratch, and yeah, that was go. actually a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. You know, for now me to have crabs, rub one right? out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Because because Daniel laughed at me, Daniel gets to be next. <laughs> I was not okay. Fine, fine. <laughs> Jerkatron nine thousand, and you can always pass on it, and we'll give you the next word. And through the magic of editing, it'll be like we never really did it. Oh, the name, the not the word changes every time. Oh shit! Yeah, oh. random random <laughs> word generator. That's what happens. I put you oh, on the spot. Sorry. So drink up, baby, drink up. Yeah, that's it. Go ahead, pound a couple more down, Mark. <laughs> Trust me, it's gonna be your luck. You're gonna get like redundancy or something. <laughs> <laughs> the Jerkatron nine thousand is redundant. <laughs> Okay, Daniel, your special password is <laughs> wasteful. I love how this movie waits full a full 10 seconds before another <laughs> chick screams at me, sometimes with the same canned scream. <laughs> or there's that scene where the chick's in the tube. She had a waste full of goodness, man. I tell you, they just don't make them like they used to. Oh, you're telling me. Oh, natural, I guess. I don't know. It was just... Oh, natural. I do know. That's exactly what that was. Anyway, so there's two for the price of one. There you go. All right, Angelique, you're next. Recondite. What the fuck? That's like a really coke. A recondite movie. Recondite movie. Recondite. All I thought of was like, it's a big lesbian that got strapped to the machine. And when she came out, she's wearing flannel and got like a sledgehammer. It's like the Miley Cyrus video, only instead of the concrete ball, it's just her on the end of a wire and she's being slammed into it's balls. Recondite. 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 I came in like a Recondite. <laughs> So. Speaking of Rammstein, that's my new German industrial band name, Reckon <laughs> Now at the underground concert, it's is Reckon Dyke. Is it Reckon Dyke or Reckon Dyke? Dyke, Dyke. Oh, oh well, I'm just all screwed up. Reckon Dyke. <laughs> With a T at the end. T. Oh, I thought it was a K at the end as well. I was like, I was, oh, it... I was afraid. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Because they're usually angry. <laughs> I'm scared this movie took a whole new twist. So, Recondite. Yes. Did that machine work? Recondite. That's what I was. Oh, Angelique. All I was thinking was, did them girls survive? Was, yeah, Recondite. Recondite. <laughs> Recondite. All right. Movie man. You get annoying. <laughs> oh, annoying. Yes. Okay. 
it's <laughs> annoying how it's annoying how they have those perfectly placed metal bands while she's in a clear metal tube. Come on, seriously. Thank you. Do you yeah. think this older lady who's looking at getting into the skin literally of these ladies is going to worry about modesty about her victims? No, that that tube's going to be clear. It's going to be clear with bright spotlights, and she's going to have a bo- bag of popcorn, and <laughs> she, she's going to be sitting with a wrecking dyke, and she's going <laughs> to be watching this like a Sunday matinee, okay? There ain't going to be no perfectly placed stripes. Give me that bull crap. That was annoying, as, as well as the cutaway just before she pulls the towel. That was annoying as well. Oh, I know, right? Hey, we hit a nerve, man. <laughs> God dang, freaking... <laughs> I, I like full back nudity. Come on, that's just I was awesome. Gonna say, you you won't see you won't see any boobs in this one, but you will see just the nary top of the butt crack. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's sensual. You, it's, get, it's o- you get over butt cleavage. Then? Is yes. that over butt yes. then? Over butt. Over butt. butt. Instead of under butt, it's over. It's butt. not a it's not a muffin top. It's an English muffin. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I th- <laughs> honestly, I think the Jerkatron 9000 is listening to the podcast because my word <laughs> is bust, bustling. Bust- bustling. 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 No, you don't get to see any actual bust. She's already said that. I know, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but that's my word. And yes, but uh, because because I, I have to give it to Angelique because she already said it. Although bustling actually does mean full of activity. <laughs> that's entirely oh, something. Yes. All right. <laughs> oh, I, I, it gave it gave me the word teeny teeny weeny. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was what the uh, two big monstrosity guys had because <laughs> teeny weenies. That, that's right. <laughs> That's why they were so angry. That's why they were so angry. The old lady made them, but she she gypped them on one section that they were hoping that they would get, you know, an advantage on. And no, instead she's like, no, I'm sorry, this is all I got. And they're like, what the hell? And that's why they're angry. And so he's just going after the cop because he's like, hey, how big is your weenie, man? You know? Uh, yeah, but you got to do it in Nick Nolte's voice because yeah. how big is your weenie? That's scary, man. I tell you. I tell you, uh, how big is uh, how big is your weenie? There's one uh, time I was walking down here tonight, and I saw a wrecking dyke. <laughs> and it's the scariest thing I ever seen in my life. I don't know why I turned into Gary Busey. I exactly. <laughs> that would have made the movie that much better. It sounded like one of his meditations. I was like, wait a minute. You ever heard of wrecking dyke in the middle of the night? I have. Mm. <laughs> you talk about scary. I'm gonna tell you something. I was laying in a puddle of blood after I wrecked my motorcycle, and I was staring up at the sky. And you know, the Lord talked to me that day. You know what the Lord said to me? Should have wore a helmet. Wrecking dyke. Wrecking dyke. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I think that's enough for the Jerkatron nine thousand. <laughs> you guys played wonderfully. I give you, I give you a round. Jerkatron has gained sentience. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh my goodness! I can't wait to see what words it comes up for next time. Uh, 
All right. So one of the re- one of the purposes of a trailer, and we're going to end the show with the question that we always ask all of the panelists. Uh, it's our final question: Is uh, did the trailer make you want to watch the film? And we're going to start out with Mark again. Mark, did this trailer make you want to watch the film? That's uh, that's about the stupidest question I ever heard. Of course it did. Dear God, this thing had everything in it. I it made me want to go see, search, pull the movie from one of the three compilations I have and watch it right now. <laughs> just just like, to see the Reckon Dykes. I just to see everything. I, it just I looked at this going, oh my God, this is right up my alley. This mm-hmm. is just what I look for in a film like this. And yeah, when you look at the runtime, you're like a perfect runtime. It it comes in, it gives you what you want, and it leaves. It doesn't overstay its welcome and give you a lot of extra, you know. A freaking character development or or plot, you know, it just pretty yeah. <laughs> sad. Just gives you a lot of creatures and and screaming and and overbutt. So yes, it it did make me want to see the film. All right, how about you, Angelique? Did the trailer succeed in making you want to, even though you already watched it before watching the trailer? Right. No, I mean, if I had just seen the trailer, yeah, I'm gonna pick this one up mm-hmm. for sure. It's how about you, Daniel? <laughs> oh yeah absolutely this yeah i've never i'm pretty sure i have never actually seen this film but i mean just watching the trailer yeah I, i've got to see this one this one looks fun yeah uh I, i'm gonna say i uh the trailer did make me want to watch the film but i think based on what the actual story is about i would be slightly disappointed because i would really really want the end or the the uh, uh countess bathory storyline more than the the atomic age brain storyline which is what it actually is so uh, that's it for me <laughs> so uh wait you pay attention to the the title of the movie what the hell yeah i, I was I, I was like where did that happen where did that well, come I mean, from to 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 entice you more it kind of is a bathory sort of thing it's hinting because... at, i mean like an older woman trying to gain yeah. eternal youth through through young ladies you know and i yeah i mean it did succeed in the thing but i just feel that i might be disappointed when i watch the film but i'm going to have to watch the film and let you guys know for for sure if that is the case see and i just gained my natural beauty through oil of Olay now mm. at your local <laughs> walgreens and other beauty product stores <clears throat> not that i'm a sponsor or anything yeah i i get mine from Overcrack. <laughs> <laughs> Overcrack. <laughs> Overcrack and underbutt. It sounds like a, a superhero story, really. It really does. It sounds like a duo. <laughs> Meanwhile, Overcrack was in trouble, but underbutt was going to save the day. No, 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 no. That sounds like, you know, when there's um cheesy superhero TV shows in the oh, late yeah. 90s. Well, you know how the they usually had like the two cops who were like comic relief. Yeah. yeah. Like in The Flash, you had those two cops and um, <laughs> yes. just that duo. So there, there you go. Undercrack and overbutt. Or was it underbutt and overcrack? <laughs> undercrack and over Doesn't crack. matter really. Overbutt over <laughs> and yeah. undercrack. Instead of calling him whatever, anyway, it's interchangeable. It's like <laughs> the uh, rookie of the year, Rabbin Booza. You know, just call him something different every time. <laughs> so we're gonna end. The, we're gonna end tonight's episode. Unless you guys have something that you want to add or have any questions that you want to bring up, uh, now is the time to to bring them up. 
and, or forever holds your peace. Wow, you, well, you set that up great because you can't even see if we raise our hand to ask a question. So it's like, ah, oh, no questions? Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to bed. Gee, look at the time. We'll look see you it. next week. <laughs> Anybody got anything? No. Oh, gee, look at the time. Well, we got to go. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Yep. Uh, but we are going to end the show by doing uh, the Wrecking Ball song. Because that was <laughs> that was so oh, appropriate. Wreck and dyke. Wreck and dyke. We came in like a wreck and dyke. Okay, song. ready? One, oh, two, boy. three. I came in like a wreck and, wreck and dyke. <laughs> I was riding hard on my bike. Ran down, 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 down the wall. 